Dear friends, with today's gospel passage, we realized how privileged we are to get the sort of inside look into the prayer life of Jesus, into the content of Jesus's prayer to the Father. And we realized that just the timing of when this prayer takes place, it's right before he enters into his passion and death, right? This is the most difficult, most gruesome task imaginable in, in all of history. And then what does he do right before? He's praying, and specifically he's praying for us. Right? When you realize that, how can your mind not be blown? How could your heart not explode out of love? Oh, how he loves us. You know, through this prayer, through this realization, we're reminded that Jesus teaches us the importance of praying for others. That praying for others, both living and deceased, is an act of love, right? Praying for the dead is an act of mercy. So what exactly is he praying for us? Actually, before we get to that, um, yeah, Pope Francis said something about prayer, and it really cut me to the heart. It, it seemed like he was speaking to me directly. All right, listen to Pope Francis. Praying is not easy. Each time we want to pray, we think of many other activities that seem more important and urgent. Almost always, after putting off prayer, we realize that those things were not essential at all. And this is how the enemy deceives us. Yeah, I don't know... I don't know about you, but like I've experienced this many times, probably too many, where you know I'm busy and I put off prayer to the end of the day, and you know what? I don't get through all my prayers, and then I realized, like, why? Why was I so busy? Was it really that important? I, I find for myself, at least, if I'm too busy to pray that I'm too busy. There could also be uh, other discouragements from prayer, right? Keeping us from praying, having that heart-to-heart -heart communication with God. One of those things could be what we conceive to be the quality of our prayer. Right? Because oftentimes, again, at least for me, I set time aside for prayer, and then during this time, I find it hard to stay focused on God. Right? I have many distractions that come to my mind, many thoughts that are yeah, irrelevant, seemingly irrelevant. Um, yeah, so I, I pass on to you uh, something, a piece of advice that, that helped me a lot. Whenever we're praying, and we have a distracting thought, like we can't control that. I don't think we go into prayer thinking, all right, uh, 
I'm going to will for myself to be distracted. Right? That's what I choose to have distracting thoughts while I'm praying. Yeah, we don't pray that way, I don't think. So we're praying, we're intent on, on praying, and we get a distraction. What matters is not that we're distracted, but what do we do with it, right? So the moment we realize, oh, I'm distracted, we could use that, we could turn that into an opportunity for love, right? So, Lord, yeah, I'm distracted now, but I'm choosing to put away that distraction now and to refocus on you. Right, so every time we do that, that's a beautiful act of love that we can offer to God. I think sometimes we get too preoccupied on the quality of our prayer. We think that, oh, because we're, we have all these distractions, that it's not good prayer. But again, if we convert these distractions, we use them as opportunities of love, right, they could be very beautiful. And the most important thing about prayer is to take the time, is to just show up, is to just do it. All right, so what does Jesus pray about? Right, he's praying for us. What is he praying for us specifically? That we be one, that we be united as members of the body of Christ, we be one just as he and the Father are one. It's also interesting to note, he also prays, keep them from the evil one. He's talking about Satan, of course. And you know, one of the main tactics that Satan has at his disposal, he's very cunning. His desire is to separate us, is to divide us. As opposed to God's will, God's desire, which is to unite us. You see the contrast there? I think it's obvious for us today, for us Americans, as citizens of the United States, you know, one thing that's dividing us is politics. Fundamentally, as disciples, cannot be leaning on one side or the other, left or right. But as members of Christ's body, where do we look to for the truth? Where do we look to to see, oh, this is the right position that I should have? Where we look above to our divine head, Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. We look above to Christ who has ascended to heaven. Right? We simply need to look, what is it that Christ taught when we're Talking about a particular issue, what did Christ teach? What are God's commands? What does the church teach? 
Can I be faithful to that teaching? There's a real spiritual battle taking place, even though we might not be able to see it right before our eyes. Prayer has to be our main weapon. We must be faithful to the sacraments, to this complete prayer that God has gifted us, the Mass, the Eucharist. Be faithful to the sacraments, the confession. And also one of our main prayers, most powerful prayers, is the Most Holy Rosary, the Blessed Virgin Mary. We must use these weapons to resist and fight evil. I saw a movie recently, uh, uh, DC's uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cuts. Anybody seen that movie? Yeah, I'm a big fan of superhero movies. Okay, if you haven't seen that, maybe uh, Marvel's Avengers. Okay, I don't discriminate between uh, the two universes, right? Uh, but the point is the same. Like these superheroes, like in order to, to beat the bad guy who wants to destroy the world, yeah, they can't do it on their own. They have to work as a team. They have to be united. It's, just, it's similar. It's the same for us, actually. Because as, as members of Christ's body, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we're stronger, we're better when we're united, and we're weaker when we're divided. So, so the Mass today, through the Eucharist, through Christ's body, through Holy Communion, may we grow uh, in our union with one another and with our blessed Lord. May we be one as the Son and the Father are one.